I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, the countdown to end lockdown. Melbourne ready to reopen. Shot of hope, some Australians to receive a third vaccine dose. The rollout to begin next month. The search for Cleo Smith. Police release new clues from the tent, proving she was taken. And a wild storm hits northern New South Wales. Hundreds of calls for help. Coffs Harbour smashed by hail. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Victorians are waking up to their final day of tough COVID restrictions. The state has spent its last full night in lockdown and will begin reopening at 11.59 tonight. Stay-at-home restrictions will be scrapped, including the 9 to 5 curfew, while hospitality venues will reopen with capacity limits. A special exemption is being made for business owners to break lockdown hours earlier to prepare for customers at midnight. We'd expect the people who are now being being asked to please come back into work are the first ones to have got themselves organised to get themselves fully vaccinated so they can serve their customers. Children in years one and two also return to the classroom today with more students coming back from Tuesday. New additions to the New South Wales Economic Recovery Package are expected to be announced today. Extra funding for community sport and rooftop solar for low-income housing will be included. The state government is also expected to spend $96 million on a new vaccine and drug development facility. Nearly $3 billion will be spent on the total package. The New South Wales SES has been bombarded with hundreds of calls for help after a supercell storm left widespread damage on the north coast. Hailstones around five centimetres in diameter hammered Coffs Harbour. Streets were ankle deep in ice and ceilings collapsed under the onslaught. Under the weight of rain and hail, a ceiling collapses at Tormina near Coffs Harbour, leaving shoppers stunned. Outside, it fell so fast you could be forgiven for thinking this thick layer of white was snow. The ferocious downpour began around 2.30 yesterday afternoon. Huge stones and lots of them. Cars wheel deep within minutes, shopping trolleys abandoned. It was just like freaky. There was so much hail. I was standing in the bottle shop and it just came in sideways. Some locals soaked it up. But the storm caused significant damage. It's caused a massive amount of damage to, to housing in this area. SES crews deployed as the cleanup now begins. Georgia Holland, 7 News. 
Some Australians will be eligible for a COVID booster shot as early as next month as the country reaches a major vaccination milestone. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. Which groups will be the first to receive a third dose? Good morning, Jody. Well, aged care residents will be eligible to receive their third dose from the second week of November as Australia moves to the next phase of the national reopening plan. The TGA is awaiting final data from vaccine manufacturers with a decision on just how long between second and third doses expected next week. However, there is unlikely to be the need for priority groups with enough supply to meet demand and a delivery system already in place. It comes as Australia reaches the 70% fully vaccinated milestone and in 12 days the nation will hit 80% double dosed of the eligible population. Moving into phase B of the national plan allows us to really consider what else we can be doing and to, uh, to get back to some sort of COVID normal uh, here in Australia and the way we live and so that is also very much welcomed. Certainly welcomed as we head into the summer months and Prime Minister Scott Morrison will be on sunrise a little later this morning. Jodie. OK, Taylor, thank you. Sydney's gangland war has erupted in violence yet again with a father and son shot dead in the southwest. 18-year-old Salim Hamzi and his father Tufik were found slumped inside a ute outside their home yesterday morning. Police believe the shooting murder of Salim was targeted but his father was accidentally killed. We don't know of any involvement in any crime that the father had. It's an atrocious crime that shouldn't take place. Police are now fearing reprisal attacks. A key new detail has been revealed by police in WA as they continue their search for four-year-old Cleo Smith. Detectives say the zipper on the tent where she was sleeping was too high for her to reach, leading them to believe she was taken. Cleo disappeared from her tent during a family trip on Saturday. Investigators who worked on the case of missing toddler Madeleine McCann agree that she's been taken. The fact that it's a, a, a potential or very likely to be an abduction, that the police will continue to treat this, that, that she's still alive until there's definite evidence that she's not. 20 sexual predators in the region are under scrutiny as detectives leave no stone unturned. A huge brazen attempt to smuggle drugs into Australia has resulted in the arrest of three men and police seizing more than 295 kilograms of methamphetamine. The drugs were hidden inside an excavator imported from Hong Kong and intercepted in New South Wales. Police estimate the drug to have a street value of $184 million. The Queen has cancelled a trip to Northern Ireland on doctor's orders and will rest for the next few days at Windsor Castle. The 95-year-old was due to begin the two-day trip to Belfast today. Her Majesty has attended a series of events in recent days, hosting a global investment summit at Windsor Castle last night. She is still expected to attend the climate change conference in Glasgow later this month. Star Trek delivery workers are striking for 24 hours after the company failed to meet with union representatives over a new enterprise agreement. Workers are seeking stronger job and pay security ahead of the Christmas period, but Star Trek says those requirements have already been met. Significant delivery delays are expected. 
Police are searching for a driver who they say deliberately left a stolen car on train tracks south of Sydney, causing a derailment. Overnight, a crane was brought in to start removing the carriages from the track. The crash was caused by a car thief's attempt to also steal a go-kart from a nearby racetrack. Four people were injured in the collision at Kimbler Grange. Cricket great Michael Slater has been charged over an alleged domestic violence incident. The former test batsman is now at home after spending much of yesterday at a Sydney police station, staying silent as he was ushered out by his lawyer. After six hours in police custody... Can we come through, please? ..the 51-year-old test cricketer emerged with his lawyer. What happened? We could please just get through. If he wanted to offer an explanation... Make an apology. statement at all? Have any statement at all? His lawyer was having none of it. Michael's got nothing to say. He's exercising his right to silence. Michael Slater was arrested this morning at his manly home, taken to the local police station, where detectives from Waverley carried out their investigation. In a statement, police said they commenced an investigation after receiving reports of a domestic violence incident alleged to have occurred on Tuesday, 12 October. That's just days after he finished up with Seven. Earlier this year, he criticised Prime Minister Scott Morrison over his firm border policy blocking Australians returning from India. The 51-year-old is now facing two charges, one of using his mobile phone to menace, harass or offend, and a second of stalk or intimidate. He'll face Waverley Court next month. Evan Batten, 7 News. Woolworths has taken the extraordinary step of banning the sale of knives and scissors in every supermarket across Australia. The decision was made after a stabbing inside a supermarket in Melbourne on Monday. They're obviously in the process of trying to protect their workers and, you know, it, it is an extreme measure to have to go to. Woolies says the move is precautionary and temporary while it undertakes a risk assessment and determines its next step. Former New South Wales Premier Mike Baird has told a corruption inquiry he was incredulous when he found out Gladys Berejiklian had been in a secret relationship with MP Daryl Maguire. He says as his treasurer she should have told him. She's uh, a very close friend. Um, I wish she had. Um, but as, uh, as I've given evidence, uh, she didn't. Uh, I'm disappointed, but that doesn't change uh, the way I feel. The Baird government signed off on a contentious grant being pushed by Ms Berejiklian's then-boyfriend. Mr Baird said he's disappointed she didn't disclose her relationship with Maguire, who he called aggressive and at times abusive. Health Minister Greg Hunt wiped away tears after revealing his children have been subjected to vile death threats. So, as a country, we have to, I think, relearn the value of respect. Mr Hunt condemned recent attacks on politicians, with the Chief Minister of the Northern Territory forced to flee his home after anti-vaccine protesters leaked his address. Australians can fly overseas again on November the 1st. That's just 11 days away. But eager travellers are being warned to weigh up their options. Experts say one of the biggest mistakes is not checking for any extra fees. Caitlin Merland is getting ready for her first international trip in two years. One of the, I guess, best things about lockdown um, was, you know, not going out and spending as much money. So I've been saving twice as much. Saving she doesn't plan to waste on bank fees. Paying overseas with a debit card is simple, but you can be stung with ATM fees from your own bank 
and the machine provider, currency conversion fees and a poor exchange rate. Credit cards can offer perks like insurance, lounge passes and rewards, but can also come with hefty cash withdrawal and conversion charges. Don't forget to also check annual fees and interest rates and tell your bank you're travelling. If they see a series of foreign transactions, they could actually freeze your account. Travel cards and apps let you load up multiple currencies and can offer better exchange rates, low fees and rewards. But watch out for hidden fees. You can get hit with ATM withdrawal fees, currency conversion fees in some cases, uh, inactivity fees. Caitlin uses a travel app. The sign-up process is really quick and the fact that it's all in an app on your smartphone, it's a lot easier to track what you're spending. Take a few payment options with you in case one account or card gets lost, stolen or hacked. And always have some local cash on hand. You never know when you may need it. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A new report reveals the Australians being left behind as the country recovers from the pandemic. The snapshot by Anglicare Australia considered people with a barrier to work, such as a disability or older age, and the number of entry-level jobs available. It found across Australia there were 27 job seekers competing for each entry-level position, meaning many never get a look in. In breaking news, authorities investigating the murder of US travel blogger Gabby Petito have found several items belonging to her missing fiancé, Brian Laundrie. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. A cadaver dog has been brought in to help with the search. It has, Jody. Uh, this is a dog whose job it is uh, specifically to sniff out and detect decomposing human remains. The coroner has also been called to this Florida park today as well as other emergency services. Brian Laundrie's parents have also been at the park with police over the past few hours and they were observed looking through a bag. A lawyer for the Laundrie family said that some articles belonging to Brian had been found. Now, they are not saying what those articles are, whether or not this is the breakthrough investigators had been waiting for. We don't know that either. Brian Laundrie has been on the run now for 37 days, named as a person of interest in the high-profile death of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. The park where these items were today found has again been closed uh, to the public as this investigation again ramps up, Jody. OK, David Woodward, thank you. Jailed Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been awarded the European Union's top human rights prize. The 45-year-old is President Vladimir Putin's main critic and survived being poisoned by a nerve agent last year. After receiving treatment in Germany, he returned to Russia this year and was jailed. In awarding the prize, the European Union has renewed calls for Mr Navalny's release. President Vladimir Putin has approved a week-long workplace shutdown across Russia as COVID cases and deaths skyrocket. People aged 60 and over have also been told to stay home for four months. On Tuesday, the country recorded more than 34,000 cases and 1,000 deaths. Only about 32% of the Russian population is fully vaccinated due to widespread mistrust of the country's vaccine. China has lit the flame for the 2022 Winter Olympics after the ceremonial torch arrived from Athens. Beijing's Communist Party secretary lit a cauldron at the capital's Olympic Tower to symbolise the flame's arrival in China. When the Games get underway in February, Beijing will become the first city to host both the Summer and the Winter Games. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In sport, India have defeated Australia by eight wickets in their final T20 World Cup warm-up game after a horror start that saw David Warner and Mitch Marsh dismissed in the first two overs. The Aussies found their groove with Glenn Maxwell and Steve Smith at the wicket. But India never looked in trouble, losing just one wicket on their way to victory. A David Weiser half-century has powered Namibia to their first-ever World Cup victory, a six-wicket win over the Netherlands, who are now on the brink of an early exit. And just two months out from the Ashes, Aussie fast bowler James Pattinson has called time on his test career effective immediately. The 31-year-old has played 21 tests over 10 years, his career regularly stalled by injury. His last international match was almost two years ago against the Kiwis. Retired AFL champion Eddie Betts isn't hanging up his boots just yet. He'll play for Northern Territory Club Palmerston while undertaking community work in the region over the coming weeks. Betts and his family are currently quarantining at Howard Springs. The 34-year-old retired in August after playing 350 games with Carlton and Adelaide. He's been appointed as a development coach at Geelong. The Matildas are back in Sydney and have completed their first training session ahead of their two-match series against Brazil. Ford Caitlin Ford is, expected to, is excited to have vocal home support again as fans return to the stands in New South Wales. It's been a very long time, so I think it's a little bit more exciting this time than, you know, the others to have everyone back. Hundreds of healthcare workers will be given tickets to the upcoming games on Saturday and Tuesday as a thank you for their tireless work during the pandemic. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a front crossing Western Australia and South Australia is triggering showers and storms. Other troughs are causing storms over the eastern seaboard. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, a possible thunderstorm, heading for a top of 26 degrees. Sydney, showers and 22. Canberra, a possible shower, heading for 20. Melbourne, mostly cloudy, a top of 24 degrees. Hobart, mostly sunny, also 24. Adelaide, mostly sunny, 22. Perth, cloudy and 20. Darwin, a possible thunderstorm, heading for 35 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 21st of October.